This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.ororapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today's guest is Mr. Jean-Dominique Andreas. How are you, sir? I'm very well. Thank you. Good, good. And I apologize if I said your name incorrectly. Can you pronounce it correctly for our, our audience? Oh, Jean-Dominique Jean was perfect. <laughs> My family name is, is Andreux, which is a bit difficult to pronounce. So that's, uh, that's fine. I appreciate the correct pronunciation. It means a lot to me that I get it correct. So I apologize for not. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, sir? You're on the advisory board for all kinds of committees and events at the Paris Packaging Week. But you yes. do a lot more than that. Can you fill us in on your story? Yeah, well, I've been in the I've been in the spirit business for close to thirty years. I started as an as an entrepreneur, created the cognac house oh. from basically from scratch. You know, people <laughs> usually say that cognac house generally you just inherit it or you buy it for a lot of money. You know, yeah. but there's no but there's no startup plan. You know, it's not something that you do usually. But we started from scratch and it, it did succeed. And for almost 20 years, I was running my own business. And yeah, and this is, I think what got me interested into packaging is that for cognac, cognac being really the, I would say probably the category of spirit, which is the most associated with luxury. I mean, packaging has always been absolutely at the center of everything. You know, it's, and 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 we are talking what. 30 years ago, you know, it's uh, the question were a little bit different than today. But I've been very interested into packaging, into design, into mm. what was possible to do, into new techniques. And, and this, is, this is how I got interested in since the beginning. Yeah. Spirits packaging has always fascinated me. It's not a zone of, of the world of packaging that I've been intimately involved with, but I've always been totally impressed with the beautiful glass and chipboard and corrugated that gets created to protect and display spirits. So well done. That's that's a fun industry to be a part of. Yeah, it is. I know a large part of Paris Packaging Week is the spirits and that kind of area of packaging. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with Paris Packaging Week? So, yes, they contacted me, I think, what, four years ago when they were thinking about starting the show, starting the exhibition. And they asked me, I would say, in a very, I would say, a candid way, you know, my advice, if I thought it was a good idea, if it was a good idea to make the, the trade show in Paris and et cetera, et cetera. And, mm. well, and, and, I, and I told them what I thought. I thought it was a brilliant idea because there was no real, I would say, luxury packaging show in Paris. And, and, and Paris is very important for luxury brand. You know, there's many luxury brands which come here. There's, a, there's lots of things associated with luxury in Paris. And, and I thought it was, it was perfect. It's a, it's a great city where you have a, you have a high-speed train coming from all over Europe. You have mm -hmm. a massive international airport. You have plenty of hotels. Plenty of restaurants. So it's, it's perfect. I would say very often, you know, what makes the success of, I would say, of a trade show is logistic. 
logistic yes. and logistic because with <laughs> I would say an easy logistic you get people to come and when you have people who are getting together you know you make a successful show so I'm Good. a strong believer in the Paris packaging week oh very well said and I'm excited to go this will be my first time this year or I should say next year it's in January we're, we're talking here in December can you tell us something that you're excited to see at, at the event well, I would say lots of things. I'm also on the desert jury for the, the, mm -hmm. the Innovation Packaging Award for, for Spirit. Mm -hmm. So actually the jury is meeting this week. Oh, cool. But being the president of the jury, I was able to see to see all the different candidates last week. And I think we have absolutely, I would say the level this year is, is mm -hmm. far, far much better than last year. There's wow. lots of things. There's a, it's, I think we are we are living in a very interesting time in, in spirit packaging because I would say the, the category did not adapt so far to the the sustainable, you know, all the issues around sustainability. Right. Especially when you are talking about say, I would say top range, I don't know, exo cognac and et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera, with very heavy Zamax, you know, closure you know, bottle, which are far too heavy, etc. So, I mean, it <clears> took some time for the for the brand to change. But now we are starting to see lots of changes coming up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and it is getting very interesting because there's really an acceleration. Of course, the market leader are setting the pace, you know. So all the, the Moet Tennessee group has really put a very, very high target and they're coming with lots of interesting innovations. And also the supplier are coming with new material, with new solution, new technique. You look at, uh, we say, Winner, you know, the, this Winner Blanc de Blanc, I mean, which, which won an award last year for this beautiful pack. I mean, we never seen this before, you know? So it is, I think it's very interesting for all the design agency, for all the, the marketing people to come, see what's going on. Yeah. And I would say not only for the packaging expert, you know, because right. me, for example, I come more from a, a marketing background, I would say a business background. So it's not mm -hmm. the, so it's really, I would say brand building and brand strategy from commercial marketing. So I'm not a packaging person, I would say by, by DNA. <laughs> right. And, and very, but I'm very, I'm very interested in that. So I'm a, an amateur in, in packaging. Yeah. But it's very interesting because very often, I would say in lots of groups, the, the packaging people report to purchasing. Yes. And the marketing <laughs> people very often talk to agencies mm -hmm. and, and they listen to what commercials say, I would say most of the time. So it's not so often that you have, I would say, marketing people who understand packaging and, and vice versa and who understand mm -hmm. commercial activity. Co commercial issues yeah. so but i think right now with the current i would say the acceleration that we are seeing around sustainability around the new techniques new solution it is a must to be out there to see what's going on because honestly you will be surprised and 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 the very often there's there's uh, there's things that exist that not yeah. everybody is aware of very true. Well said. And, and it's important to understand that not just purchasing, not just sales, not just marketing needs to understand what's going on in the world of packaging because it affects the whole business and it affects the whole society, in my opinion. 
And I totally yeah. agree with what you said. This this event isn't just for people that love packaging. It's for all kinds of people that are interested in design and you know manufacturing, the latest and greatest in all the things. So very well said. I'm excited for the event as well. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your consulting. You're also a consultant for EXO. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about what you do there? Um, so I'm consulting for different companies, all in the spirit business. Uh, mm-hmm. So it could be, uh, I've been working for Edrington recently for mm-hmm. almost two years. On, uh, on Brug- I've been working in the past uh, for overrun producers or some other project. So it could be a project which are, it's not especially project on packaging. Packaging mm-hmm. is part of it, but there's yeah. a lots of subjects which are around branding, I would say uh, brand positioning or repositioning. I would say including everything from route to market, you know, working with PNL, working, you know, the, mm-hmm. you know, even, I would say even liquid. Wow. So I'm, I'm really involved, I would say, in lots of different aspects. It's really 360 degrees. Yeah, for yeah, example, so if, for example, I'm working, I can tell you about something which is yeah, which we are launching early next year. Yeah. But we are we are building a distillery in London with a, a pot still from cognac. And we will start the first British brandy next year in so we say inauguration will be around February. Mm. And it will be in London, so that will be a city city distillery with a with a bar and everything. So I, I will not tell more about that because it has <laughs> not been announced yet. But, uh, That's very exciting. So I, I would, yeah, I'll have to so come I back. Work, I work in I would say even technical tec- technical aspect. Yeah, mm-hmm. it sounds like you're ready to help companies from from startup all the way to fruition of a product, and even if they yeah. already have. Even if they already yeah. have products, you can help guide them to be even more successful. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Well, I think spirits is a, a an area of packaging I need to investigate more, and I'm excited to see this part of the show. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about that innovation last year? You said you were very impressed with the winner from last year's show. What what was that about? There was there was several winners in different categories, but we gave we gave a special prize to for to Rina for their you know the blanc de blanc of Rinard. It's, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful mm-hmm. champagne, and and there's a big trend today for I would say spirit without a box. You know, I I know I know you wanted to say <laughs> ask me this question, yeah. but I, I I'm not an extremist in this. I think there's been boxes for different reasons, and and we should not take to radical measure i think so right. and i think rina really addressed that in an intelligent way because they have a they have a transparent bottle the effect of light can affect the quality of the champagne and they wanted also to protect the champagne and present it in a with an elegant way and they make this this beautiful i would say a second skin mm-hmm. which is in in paper pulp and is, with is that special, made by color form yeah and, and it is, it's, well, and they, and they did it, they redid it this year for Don Renard, so I, which this has been released as well. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a good example. So typically, I think this, this type of box is absolutely perfect, you know. And, and, and very often you can, since people are doing a, more and more e-commerce, you know, a box is important. So maybe the purpose of the box also could be, you know, we we tend to we, we saw lots of people coming with boxes which are suitable for shipping. So and but they are they, they might be in cardboard and they are very often in cardboard. 
That's great. Uh, all, so, so, so there is there's there is still boxes. I think mm-hmm. secondary packaging, what we call secondary packaging, is an area which is probably which is changing a lot because the purpose of the box of the secondary pack is not exactly the same as before. Mm-hmm. So the standard, you know, it might be something used for, as I say, for uh, e-commerce. It could be something to protect the bottle. It could be. But it could be also a glorifier. You know, if you're talking right. about a super expensive, I don't know, $3,000 bottle, mm-hmm. it could be just the thing that you will put in your bar at home, you know, that will reveal the bottle. So it yeah. could be like a kind of glorifier. So so I think these those things are changing a little bit, you know. But there's, they, I think there will still be boxes, yeah, for sure. Very, very true. I agree 100%. Sometimes you need the box for a gift yeah. or or like you said to display on your shelf you're you're proud of your your fancy bottle of spirits or champagne absolutely necessary yeah. I was impressed did, with uh, that yeah. color form molded pulp packaging yeah, it's, yeah. It's, they were it's on the show incredible but I I did recently I did recently I work on a on a box for the decanter which will be mm. It's not on the market yet, and I will not tell for who it is, but it is something that is will be in the area of $200, so an expensive bottle. Wow. And we pack it, we, we did pack it into a cardboard box because this is, today this is acceptable. You know, people understand it, you know, yeah. and, and they know that this is absolutely sustainable. So this is not a problem. I mean, people buy I would say electronic or things which are in cardboard box, which cost much more than that. (laughs) Very true. And corrugated and cardboard is very recyclable all all over the world or reusable. Uh, Oftentimes you'll see corrugated boxes getting reused for different purposes, either storage Mm -hmm. or or repacking. I've always loved the spirits packaging that where the bottle manufacturer will pack the, the bottles in a 12 pack or 24 pack. And then this, the filler will just put the bottles back into that same corrugated box. Yeah. So I thought, now that's a brilliant idea to use a box several times. A corrugated can be used dozens of times if it's yeah. handled properly. Absolutely. Do you feel like that's part of the future of, of sustainability is reuse? Yes. But I, and I think there's, there's a lots of ideas which are coming. So. We have not seen all of it, you know. Right. It's it's always amazing to see. I, I think uh, reuse, refill. I mean, yeah. when when you come to glass, I mean, uh, I mean, without naming, when when you have a bottle in crystal which cost three or four thousand dollars, and the people drink it to the last drop. Yeah. And then you have this beautiful, absolutely beautiful bottle, which basically has no purpose, right? which can go on the shelf, get dust, and <laughs> will eventually get broken, you know? Right. I mean, this is, this makes me upset. You know, this is insane. Yeah. This is just such a, a waste of, okay, I mean, there's the ego of the people who drink it, fine, but yeah. No, this is clearly not acceptable. And and I think the people who buy it understand it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it is really important. And and the brands are starting to react to this. This is so I'm not we, we see, but this is but this is very difficult because the the people want to indulge themselves, they want to buy those expensive crystal decanter, everything, you know, and you know, because it's it's a show. 
So how do you manage the show and the sustainability? You know, I mean, right. human, human being is a little bit, you know, you know we, do, we, we say one thing and we say the other, you know. <laughs> That's their solution and brands are starting to come with solutions, you know. Because yeah. uh, it's, I mean, everybody know that packaging in, in some of those, I mean, you don't have to be very smart. You just have to look what's the price of the crystal decanter, what's the price of the box and everything. You know, there's more cost in the packaging than in the liquid. Huh? That's, uh, that's a fact. Very true. Yeah. Any, anybody could make the calculation. So to see all this cost and all this material, all this craftsmanship, that basically is will get broken or will get thrown away or will be in the waste one way or the other. This I think is not possible for brands. They right. cannot stay. They cannot keep it like that. Right. I don't see it. I, I don't see it happening because you know one thing, and I think that's the most important thing to understand is that luxury is probably is really leading into sustainability. Yes, all the luxury brand. And luxury spirit is not so. And luxury spirit is not an exception to that. Mm-hmm. They, and and of course, luxury spirit has been behind fashion, behind cosmetic, behind hospitality, behind etc. Mm-hmm. etc. Et but the, the consumer are expecting that because they expect when you buy a product at a certain price, you want a product which is absolutely perfect. Right. And and luxury is about perfection. Yes. So this this is why I think there's a great business. There will be more innovation. I think it's very important to see to come to the show to see what's happening. Mm-hmm. It will come step by step. But but we are we are living in a very interesting time. Yes. Yeah. And I agree that refill is a great part of the future of sustainability. I, th- I feel like, and I'd love to know your opinion on this, that a refill program could also lead to customer loyalty. Would no, you agree? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And CRM. <laughs> right. And, and, a, and a major, major cost savings for, for both so. involved, right? Yes. Well, I, it can be very profitable for the brand. Huh? Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. can be very profitable for the brand. It's a good opportunity for the brand to know their customer. To catch their data, and uh, you know, right. we don't do things for nothing. Huh? Well said. Yeah, but of course, of course. I mean, all this is all this is positive. I mean, we just have to anticipate the change, look at what the right direction, and go into the. And uh, I don't know how to say it properly in English, but follow the follow the the, the change. Yes, yes, I agree, and. Is is there any questions I I, sh- I should have asked you that I didn't? Is there anything that you wanted to talk about we didn't get to discuss? No, I think I think you cover it all. Oh, good. <laughs> well, very very much looking forward to meeting you in Paris in January. How how can Absolutely. people get in touch with you to to connect? Well, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Easily. Yeah, my my name is a bit unusual, so if, yeah. if they start to type Jean Dominique, there's yeah. not so many Jean Dominique, and then they they. They type Andre A-N-D-R-U, and then it is. <laughs> I'll put the, your the link to your profile in the show notes so people can contact. Thank you, you. thank you very much. I would like to thank Fairs for sponsoring this podcast. It's been a great organization to work with, and I'm excited to to continue this relationship. If you're listening, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And looking forward to talking to you all soon. Thank you.
This episode is sponsored by Specrite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specrite.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.